Hi-ho, wee-way, everybody. What's up, anime? What's up, Misha? What's up, Very Mean Thoughts? I paused Red Alert Media for this. I uh, also did as well. They have their Pam and Tommy uh, Bruce Willis update. Uh, welcome to AI Generated TV, everybody. If you don't know what's happening, we're using an AI to write better television. Uh, we take your suggestions and we write some episodes of TV. It's just that easy. Throw something out if you have an idea. Uh, right now, uh, looks like anime has submitted AI-generated Oprah Winfrey. So we're going to do an AI-generated talk show. And uh, yeah, here we go. Thank you, anime, for AI-generated Oprah. Uh, let's get right into it. AI-generated Oprah Winfrey. I guess it's just Oprah. Uh, you are Oprah. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, the host of The Oprah Show. I think it's just called Oprah. Tonight's guest is Jason from AIPD. You start talking to him before your crew starts singing the birthday song to you. This pisses Jason off. Whoa, some crass. Better television is debatable, but maybe more random television. Yeah. Better makes it seem more clickbaity, though. And I need some clicks. He tries to get away, but his seat has been attached with a harness, and he cannot move it. You ask questions like, why do men have nipples? How does one become an accountant? Are there any other professions for women besides wife or mother? Oh, he is trying to piss Oprah off! Oh, boy. Also... He's attached to the seat in the heart, like he's buckled into a talk show seat. I feel like that's a setup for something. Like they're going to fling his chair into the, the rafters or something. <laughs> uh, hey, what's up, Prince? Uh, do you do your best not to let Jason's Troll attempts uh, take over the talk show. Do you ask Jason uh, what all of America has been wanting to know? Why? Why do you hate birthdays? Yeah, uh, not real, not 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 me, Jason. This is story, Jason. But yeah, whoa! This is kind of similar to a previous Jason story. Jason replies that since he was born on Christmas Day, he had no choice in celebrating his birthday when people celebrated the holidays instead. Yeah, you then go on about how much happier children were when they could celebrate their own birthdays versus having them coincide with another person's holiday. You know what? That is so strange because, like, I think last year we had a story about the birthday-hating origins. And I think <laughs> Jason thinks all women are mammals. It's crazy. Oh, boy. Uh, but it, it also came to the conclusion that because you have a birthday on a holiday that you must hate birthdays. And that's the reason why. So it's uh, staying consistent. That's good to know. The AI is like, all humans must hate 
uh, holidays when their birthday is on one. Uh, well, yep. Jason begins to uh, uncontrollably sigh, uh, cry, sigh and cry uh, live on air. Uncontrollably, I cannot spell. Just because you're born on Christmas doesn't mean you ruin other people's days. That's very true. But try being born on Christmas. Your producers try everything they can think of to get him out of the studio without damaging the camera equipment, but oh. nothing works until you decide to tell everyone how you once hated your own birthday because every time someone would sing happy birthday to you, you got angry, thinking they did not realise how miserable you were doing. Ah, there you go. Also, we're in such a, a rage. We're like flailing around. We're like, ah, ah. They're like, can we get them out of here without damaging all the equipment? Uh, and also, yes, I feel like I already know what the end of the sentence is going to be. Those moments. After your story hits the news, many kids begin sending cards to ape offices and the number of cards coming in skyrockets. Whoa! In just two weeks after your interview aired, more than six million gifts came into the organization. Six million? Whoa! Wow, people really sympathize with my birthday hating. Uh, yeah, I guess the birthday song, if you had like a phobia of the birthday song, it would be the one thing where people would just finish the song every time. Like, who's going to stop? It's almost like the social pressure to continue the song is too much. So even if they see it's causing you great discomfort, it's kind of like, ha ha, it's your birthday, you idiot. You had a birthday today? But Jason doesn't want anyone to celebrate. I'm not against celebration in general. It's just... Uh, I just don't like forced... Like, uh, corporate... Uh, like singing the when you get a tip at Cold Stone. That's, that makes people want to die when they don't do it organically. Like, when it's corporate policy to sing to someone for their birthday. I'm sure, like, at an early Cold Stone Screamery... The CEO walked in and someone was just doing that, like, naturally. And he goes, you know what? All stores should do this thing that this guy did. I'm not going to compensate him for it, but I think everyone that comes into a cold zone is going to agree that this is the way it should be done. I will always celebrate. Always. I'm not going to get Again, I'm not... I'm, But Jason rejects them as their birthday gifts. No, 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 no. Uh, you use this momentum to uh, try and recognize birthday uh, birthday paranoia, birthday anti-birthday. as a new holiday it's everyone's anti-birthday uh-huh uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 
The idea is shot down by various government organisations yeah. who feel that the date is too significant for some religions to make changes. Oh, there wow. are even threats that if the United States makes this change official, there will be repercussions in foreign countries where certain religious groups view December 25th as a holy day. Oh, we're trying to make Christmas anti-birthday. Wow, that's very, that's ballsy, but that gets, that gets people's attention. Someone's trying to cancel Christmas and make it anti-birthday day? You hate Olive Garden more than birthdays, yes. But Olive Garden's the worst. The worst filth on the planet. Uh, and again, not birthdays. I, I don't even know why I tried to explain. You, uh... Against... All recommendations, you continue with your campaign to replace Christmas with anti-birthday. Anti-birthday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's much more catchy. Anti-birthday. Are they like, are you... Say, is it an abortion day? And we're like, no, 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 that's not it at all. Anti By January 15th, civil state legislatures have proposed laws to abolish December 25th celebrations. Mm. However, no major political leader has stepped forward yet. As the months pass and December 24th draws closer, more parents have begun to embrace this holiday as well as children. There you go. Hey, Oprah's got some pull. You know, it's not going to be a worldwide thing overnight, but we got some states to buy in. That's pretty impressive. I think if Oprah ran for office anywhere, she'd probably win by a large margin. So it's a day against birth, not birthdays. No, that's not the intention. No, no, no. I meant to be... I wanted to save a day. I want... Anti-birthday day is too hard to say. Anti-birthday... Yeah, also changes the context immediately. But it is much funner to say, so... Uh, you realize that the name of the holiday has caused confusion amongst the world. Half of people think it is a day against births, and the other half... Uh, uh, recognize its true meaning as the end of birthdays everywhere. Republican states are against it as they confuse it. Oh, no, 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 don't say that. You finally convince the public to call it anti-birthday, which becomes its official name. First thing I'll say is we're going to ban all non-essential travel in the country. Oh no, now we're locking down again? Oprah, that's not popular. Even the people who supported it are like, please, no. The 
That includes international flights, domestic flights, trains, buses, ships and cars, President Barack Obama oh, said. God. This is not an order. This is not a recommendation. This is a finding by the Secretary of Transportation and the Director of Homeland Security. Uh, okay. You built it up, but then a finding is not a very strong word to instill fear in the hearts of the people to... No. All right. Flights, I get. Uh, trains, I don't really get. Buses, ships, and cars? I mean, what? Come on now. Uh, <laughs> with the president. With the president supporting your anti-birthday campaign. You start to travel internationally campaigning uh, to end all birthdays. Oprah really got power hungry. She doesn't really agree with the guest, but she's just like, wow, I'm making a difference. One week before Christmas Eve, you board Air Force One with Vice President Joe Biden Woo! and Senator Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Within minutes, your plane is attacked by a group of terrorists from China. No! They shoot down the aircraft and kill all on board except for you. No! Uh. Oh my God! Jesus! Chinese people really love birthdays, I guess. That they ban blips? I'm guessing, yeah. I don't know. Does that count, uh, count as an aircraft? Did they ban helicopters? I think any flight is flight, right? Wait, hold on. What, is, what does it say again? Flights, yeah. I think any time you're in the air for a substantial period of time is flying. Wow. Wowee, wowee. The, you know, they don't like to uh, interfere because they're like... But uh, shooting down that aircraft, yeah, it's pretty, pretty intense. What's up, Ranso? Hello to you as well. We're uh, writing AI-generated television, and uh, we've done an Oprah show that got way out of control. We started in the. Uh, Trying to do an anti-birthday campaign. And now we've been killed by the Chinese government for trying to take it to the world stage. Uh, you are brought back to life uh, through experimental means. I bet somebody's got that technology, right? Oh my god. You come back as a zombie president with your soul intact but lacking most of your brain functions. Okay. You see yourself not, being lowered into the, the ground while surrounded by loved ones. Oh, Before okay. you sink to the bottom, you rise up and look at the crowd. <laughs> okay, so Oprah's got promoted to president, demoted to zombie. And now we're being buried at sea, dumped at sea, I don't know. Uh, you don't remember much from your uh, from your life 
but you do remember your campaign for anti-birthdays. Is it like AI Dungeon? It's exactly like AI Dungeon. This is a novel AI. It's a, a AI Dungeon competitor. Uh, they have their own 20 billion parameter model. Uh, so yeah, pretty much just lock stuff, but it has like better TTS and uh, it's fun. I, I like it. It has a free trial if you want to try it out at NovelAI.net. Uh, you don't remember much from your life, but you do remember you campaigned for anti-birthday. And with undying I'll just say we remember the campaign you want to stop Christmas in its tracks okay do you give orders to your remaining cabinet members to save Christmas oh so who who survives do you fight the Chinese terrorists alone? If so, do you win? It's like AI Dungeon, but a hundred times better. Yeah, I agree, Prince. Uh, I feel like they're better, much better at fine-tuning it as well. So, But I have not played AI Dungeon since Novel AI came out. So I, re I don't have a strong comparison, but... Judging from all the fallout that has happened since I've stopped playing, I'm guessing it's still not okay. Uh, so now we're trying to save Christmas. I guess Christmas and anti-birthday could be on the same day. I think that's the point of anti-birthday. Is that it's just a normal day. So... If we have anti-birthday be the same day as Christmas, it just doesn't matter. We're not trying to replace Christmas. We're just trying to cancel birthdays. So, uh, I'm just going to also say, you fight the Chinese terrorists alone. Oh my god! You are able to subdue all of them, although one blows himself up, killing the vice president. You are now the sole survivor of the attack. With your last bit of strength, you climb out of the crater created by the explosion and stare at the crowd. Woo! Well, I don't like that someone died, but we did it! Single-handedly defeated everybody! I bet Oprah knows Kung Fu. Yeah. I used AI Dungeon a lot to get my ideas for a D&D campaign. Yeah, me too. I, I haven't played in a while, but since lockdown, but... Uh, most things were nonsense, but sometimes it had unexpected genius ideas. Really cool. Yes. Uh, I've been doing the AIPD, which is a streaming show about AI-generated storytelling, for like two years now. And I'm constantly amazed at the stuff the AI comes up with. Like, uh, there's been a lot of wacky moments. It's just like, wow, I can't believe it remembered that. I can't believe it put this together. I can't believe it generated some wacky invention or something uh it's it's only improved since you've probably last played ranzo so i would i would give it a second shot and tr try it out it's become a little bit less nonsensical so 
I don't know when you stop playing, but uh, 20, 20B came out like a week or two ago, so and that's like the most powerful model released yet, so. <clears throat> I think that's a good place to end the Oprah story. Uh, let's uh, let's go back to voting. If you've got an idea, we just did AI generated Oprah, and it turned out to be like more of an action zombie uh, political uh, show. But uh, we can remix an existing show, or we could create a brand new show based on the suggestions here doesn't have to be any of these but just to get the gears flowing can we do a red letter media the best or worst episode we tried that it's just it's that's a little bit mm, i don't know you know what let's do it let's do it let's try ai generated red letter media i i don't know if it'll understand but uh, let's get some tapes. We've done this in the past, but I I think it was okay, right? I think it might have been on a bonus stream, so... AI-generated red-letter media. AI-generated red-letter media. Uh, you are Mike Stoklasa. Stoklasa? Let me... Verify. Wow, I'm impressed I got his name right. You're Mike Staklasa, founder of Red Letter Media. You are doing... Can we do a... Can we AI a movie that Red Letter Media will review? Oh, that could be the last story for the night. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you are doing a best of the worst episode. And on the wheel are the following terrible VHS tapes. Let's see what we get. The Goonies! Gremlins! Fleshlies 1985. The Goonies 1985. Gremlins 1984. I love the Goonies. Yorks. The Battle for Endor 1985. What do you watch first? I don't know what Fletch Lives is. And I like Ewoks The Battle for Endor, which is that that, that cannot be real. <laughs> But I would love it for if someone made an offshoot. If they weren't so, like, iron grip on their IP. I would love for there to just be weird offshoot movies. Just about the Ewoks. Fletch Lives is with Chevy Chase. Okay, so they're all real movies. Mm, I'm going to retry the list because they're all from 1985. I guess VHS maybe puts it in the 80s. Oh, now we're going to Wikipedia. The creator and host of several no, 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 no. Here we go. Okay, here One, we go. One, the Big Bird movie. Two, the Little Mermaid Roman 2. Return to the Sea, also known as the Curse of Anko Bay. 
Three Escape from New York. Now these Escape from New York is a good movie. These seem more like wheel tapes. Biker Mice from Mars? That seems like a real one, too. Four Biker Mice from Mars. Five The Wizard of Oz Roman 32. Dorothy meets Ozzy Osbourne. Who would you like to play the roles in each of these movies? Here's your list. One Ed Asner is generous odds. Oh, okay. We're casting the movies now, too. It's a knockoff of Goonies uh, with Goonies with a Z. Okay. Uh, I mean, we gotta... Uh, you watch... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Wizard of Oz 32! Oh god, okay. You watch uh, Wizard of Oz 32, Dorothy meets Ozzy Osbourne. What is this? Like, it turned into like a Scooby-Doo season? Uh, the Wizard is Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> that is fun. Uh, you watch The Wizard of Oz 32, Dorothy meets Ozzy Osbourne. Uh... Synopsis. You give a synopsis of the movie. I hope it does it. This is pretty much what you would expect it to be, except that in this version, Dorothy doesn't get hit by a truck. She just gets really fucked up when Ozzy Osbourne eats her pussy and then smashes into the scarecrow at high speed. <laughs> you don't have triple X in the title for nothing. Wow, it's 32 and also X rated. Wow. <laughs> oh my god! It has to be because of there's XXX in the title, right? Or maybe because of Ozzy. Ozzy's just like, I'm eat you and we're like, okay. <laughs> uh, it's also it's got action, it's got sex, it's got star power. You got Ozzy Osbourne, huh? Ten out of ten would watch again. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess we gotta get the next movie. You spin the wheel of the worst and land on your your next movie. Oh, I like it. It's giving us some choices. One Necronomicon, two Night Mikasa, three Bloodskin Freaks, four Attack of the Killer Images Park Roman 2, The Next Generation, Five Deathstalker Roman Four, Ground Zero. Deathstalker Four, Ground Zero. Is that a nine eleven themed Deathstalker? Uh, Necronomicon, clearly a ripoff. Nightmare Castle, very intriguing, very vague. I don't know what it's about. Blood sucking freaks. Uh, if they did anything but vampires, that would make it. I would watch it. If it's just a boring vampire movie, no thanks. Pass. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes 2, Part 2. I think that's a real movie, right? The Next Generation. Uh, I'm very intrigued by Deathstalker 4 Ground Zero, but we just had something very close to the line of... Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what's acceptable, but uh, I don't think that's acceptable. 
Uh, let's land on Nightmare Castle, just because... Bloodsucking Freaks is just a cheap, cheap Twilight knockoff. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, you land on uh, Nightmare Castle. And reading... And you read... The back of the VHS box. Okay. Interesting. Very it's interesting. It's time for another horror classic. Yeah. As he did with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, director David Hartman has assembled an all-star cast to reinterpret Edgar Allan Poe's famous short story, The Mask of the Red Death. Okay. Interesting. I'm, I'm curious. You've piqued my interest. Uh, you are shocked by the celebrity cameo from... There is a Death Star Confirmed, but it's actually called March of Titans. Oh, One of your favorite comedians, Passion Oswald. Hey! Oswald is playing Lord Hockenford in Nightmare Castle, and the way the credits are listed in order of appearance makes it seem like they are supposed to go top down, bottom up, left side of the screen first. <laughs> what? What is that? But Oswald goes right above the title card for Patton Oswald. In fact, he only appears for less than 10 seconds before we cut to his close up, which looks like this. And now Oswald does what he always does best. What does he do best? Yeah. Pat and Oswald starring. Yeah, very. <laughs> uh, this is what Pat and Oswald is known for. Yeah. He stares directly at the camera for a moment, shakes his head, then laughs. A full minute passes and there is no further movement <laughs> of sound. You look around hoping someone else noticed it was a joke so you don't have to call him out on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't want to ruin their relationship with Pat and Oswald. Uh, I just watched Space Cap for the first time. And uh, I guess they just sent him a Twitter DM. And that's how he got to be in Space Cop. And probably also for uh, Best of the Worst. So there you go. If you got some clout, you know, why not? try inv Invite someone. What are they going to do? Say no or say nothing at all? But they might say yes, and that's why you do it. The movie is pretty boring until the end when dot dot dot. Oh, hey, yeah, that's that would change my mind. Everybody turns into pumpkins. Uh, pumpkins. But after watching more than twenty movies, you've gotten used to this stuff. Yeah. What really bothers you about Nightmare Castle is that, despite its ridiculous premise, it is actually better than most of the movies that followed it. <laughs> oh no, they have a bad streak ahead then, because that is not very good at all. But if someone just turned everybody in the movie into pumpkins at the end, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'd be more confused than anything, I guess. Uh. You spin the wheel one last time and land on the movie. Hey, hey, hey okay. Wanna howling. 
Rebirth of the Wolfman. Yes. Two slip eyes. Three eyes spit on your grave room and three. Four day of the game. Five dying breach. Okay, deadly. Not the most deadly game or deadliest game. Deadliest prey? Is, which is the one where they hunt humans? It's just deadly game. The Howling Rebirth of the Wolfman. Slithus, I think, is a real movie. I Spit on Your Grave is a real movie, but I don't see how there'd be three parts to it. Uh, Dying Breed. <laughs> uh, maybe a movie about horses or something? I don't know. A 10-second cameo and he gets top billing. Hey, that was that was how they did it. You get the star power, and then you get tricked at the the video store. And you go, ah, I can't believe I rented this. But now that shit doesn't really work anymore, because you can just click off right away. Uh, and good luck getting on a streaming service with a movie that just is, has 10 seconds of a celebrity. But then again, yeah, we're going back to the... Sounds like a geezer teaser. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pretty much. Have him sit in the chair and knock out all his lines in one day. Maybe even one hour. Who is watching those? Uh, yeah. I would love to see... Do the people that watch them actually enjoy them? Like, is someone, like, getting a tattoo of Bruce Willis from one of these geezer teaser movies? Like, is... Or is it just, like, popcorn movie? Like, oh Yeah, it's confusing. Uh, which one of these movies? Uh, you know what? We just watched a horror. And the first one was too sexual. I hope the tattoo has his earpiece in it. Yeah. Well, they updated uh, in the latest one where it, uh, allegedly, possibly, he might have dementia. And he's just trying to knock all of these movies to uh, uh, get money for his kids. Which, you know, it's pretty sad, but understandable. Much more. It, make, it makes so much more sense if that's true. Because it makes no sense without it. Like, I think some people just watch these movies unironically. Or ironically. Okay, okay. Gotta get cash for kids, yeah. Uh, you watch Slithus. And are shocked. You find out this is not a horror movie, but a blank blank dot dot dot. Oh, okay. Comedy. It's In case you didn't know, a slytherin is an alien species of parasitic worm that sucks blood from people and plants. It is also the didn't name of the type of creature in the Doctor Who television series. I didn't know that either. I don't know if that's anything true, but uh, the AI is very convincing, and I'm I'm right down to hap on it. Yeah. Uh, the Slithus 
delivers a lot of hilarious one-liners such as I would love a comedic remake of Slithus. I've never seen the movie, but I think it's a horror I am movie. the master Slithi, and there's some bad guys out here. They want my planet. At one point, a man is talking to a woman who claims she has never seen a movie before. Okay. I want more... <laughs> I don't care about that part. I want more one-liners. I think the Doctor Who alien is called Slytherian. Hmm. Uh, I think so, Prince. After watching Slithos, you feel like something is missing. So you pull out the tape labeled Dying Breed and start it. A group of friends decide to take their dog to a new country club that has been recently built. Oh, I love this! This is just like a wheel episode! They gave up mid-movie and they started a different tape. Wow, this AI really knows the show. I, how does it understand the context? Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's just coincidence, but that is impressive. Okay, so Dying Breed. This sounds like a dog breeding movie? I gotta next that. One person says, We could be members of this club. But another friend says, That will never happen because our family has been a member of this club forever. Your eyes open wide and you scream. Okay. The movie is the most mundane piece of crap you have seen in a long time, possibly ever. The random screaming is very RLM, yeah. <laughs> After seeing how awful it is, you realize it can't even hold candle to any of the other horrible movies you have watched. You throw the tape off the table and spin the wheel again. Hey, look at that! It really... <laughs> it kind of just, like, gets what the Red Letter Media is about. Oh! One oh. the of Avenger. Two seduction of the condominium. Oh. Three faces of death. Four houses, psychotic woman. Five Dracula vs. Oh, I'm torn between seduction of the condominium and houses of psychotic women. The AI is killing it. I I know, yeah. Dracula's versus Frankenstein. Frankenstein. You choose faces of death and start the tape. As soon as it starts, you hear a girl say, Oh no, it's face of death. <laughs> next! Next, next. <laughs> I think if someone started a movie that quick and said the title of the movie, like straight to camera oh no it's a face of death i'd be like i'm out i'm out this is too on the nose <laughs> oh no it's the face of death i'd be like any suspense i had built up from just looking at the cover and reading the back of the box is completely gone uh also i i want to choose a different one directed by M Knight. I I'm very curious of seduction of the condominium, so we're gonna go for that one. Sorry, faces of the, faces of death. I think is a real movie, right? Okay, 
Here we go. Seduction of the condominium. The movie opens with a guy named Larry running through a construction site wearing nothing but a towel and a hard hat. Oh, Larry finds himself comedy. lost in an enormous maze of steel beams, concrete blocks, electrical wiring and crisscrossing pipes. Okay, interesting. Larry bumps into the uh, foreman of the construction site. But it is actually a woman. A beautiful woman. Is Larry gonna fuck this condominium complex? Yeah. <laughs> she invites Larry to follow her and leads him to a private room where he can clean up and put on some clothes. Then she begins seducing him. The scene lasts for more than 30 minutes. Oh my god! Again, this is just like another porno. This is... Where's the content? You could do a rom-com, but you can't go straight to just 30 minutes of a sex scene of like... Uh, you gotta have some mystery or, uh, you know, rom-coms are all about, uh, what is it? Uh, oh my God. I had it on the tip of my th 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, rom-coms, their soul, like clutch on your attention span is the unrequited love. That's it's same about romance movies. You have to have unrequited love. So to have Larry and the this foreman who's actually a woman uh just immediately get into it is i mean I, I guess you could do that and then there has to be some trouble or else it's just a softcore porno pretty much is what i'm saying here <laughs> you gotta have some some structure of a movie there ha there has to be something that happens in the movie <laughs> other than them just falling in love uh the seduction scene ends when a steel beam falls on a guy. <laughs> Where was the foreman? Uh, she was seducing Larry. Your jaw drops as the girl stands up, grabs Larry and says, Well, I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Then she picks up a crowbar, runs towards the fallen steel beam, and breaks it in two. Whoa! I didn't realize this was a Incredible Hulk movie, too. Wow, that, she is really strong. She broke a steel beam in, in two with a crowbar? Wow! I think even if a robot tried to do that, they would be like... It just wouldn't. It would bend. It would break. But uh, it would take a long time. Not just one swing of the crowbar. And also, a crowbar is also steel, so steel on steel, I don't think, would work. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know anything about steel, but... This is Tommy Wiseau's follow-up to The Room. That had pretty long sex scenes. Uh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> yeah. So, maybe this could be the next The Room, is uh, Seduction of the Condominium. Uh, Larry immediately feels emasculated. And, uh, we, st and you see a montage of 
Larry attempting to be manly, but his boss being more manly. What the? What? Finally, Larry becomes a victim of Frankensteinization, having his brain removed from his skull and replaced with a large metal hook. It is now time for the final act. Larry escapes his prison and returns home to tell his wife he is still alive and that she should He's continue married. to live happily. He's married! He's married and he was sleeping with his boss? Oh, man. What a wacky rom-com. Hey, listen, I need a divorce. Also, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> oh my Frankensteinization it seems like it, it did it just make up a word or is that why would you need a word for that this dude is <laughs> thinking on hooks he's all about the hookups uh, <laughs> uh. Larry leaves his wife and tries to run away with his boss, but she dot 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 leaves some suspense. Oh no! Is captured and thrown into jail. Oh no! Larry returns home once again. This time, he tells his wife he is going to kill her. Whoa, whoa. She begs him not to do it, but he strangles her anyway. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not killing the wife. No, no, no. We've already been Frankensteinized. We don't need to... What? Okay. He uses a giant drill bit to cut off Larry's hand. They both go into hiding together until they are cornered in a bar. Okay. The police arrive and begin shooting at them. Whoa. The bullets bounce harmlessly off Larry, and soon the cops are forced to retreat. I guess this is like the start of a... The construction Avengers or whatever, because uh, the boss is super strong. We have bullets that are bouncing off of us. Uh, Larry. Larry is Larry the Cable Guy. Maybe. I could see Seduction of the Condominium being a label, Larry the Cable Guy spinoff. What's the plot here? Hey, what's up, Alf Kelter? Uh, uh, we're doing AI-generated Red Letter Media, and uh, right now we're on the last tape of the, the wheel here. And it's um, Seduction of the Condominium. <laughs> That's the movie we're watching. And it's turning into a superhero kind of movie because... Uh, uh, Larry's married. He's cheating with his boss, who's a fe uh, a sexy foreman lady. Uh, she has super strength, and Larry apparently is bulletproof. So, I think you're all caught up now. We're trying to figure out what to do. Also, the foreman lady went to jail. I mean, uh, just, we don't know what happened, but she's probably not good for us, and we probably shouldn't have left our wife. Uh, Larry is all over the news and becomes famous overnight. 
with people trying to shoot him and he and the bullets bouncing right off of him. Sorry, Larry. Now you just got a bunch of rednecks hunting you down like, really, he's bulletproof? Let me see. Well, let me try a bigger gun. This is definitely the most bizarre and disgusting thing you have ever witnessed on film. <laughs> you push the stop button and let out a deep sigh. As you lie there catching your breath, you look at the DVD player and see the light is blinking red. Oh, why is that? Oh, now we're having like a a fourth wall breaking Red Leather Media episode here. <gasps> there is no way you can possibly watch anything else. You pick up the movie marked House of Psychotic Women and press play. <laughs> we do you are it very anyway. excited to see this movie, especially since you heard it was directed by John Waters. Whoa, John Waters. Hey, I love Pink Flamingo, so... House of Psychotic Women by John Waters? Yeah, I'd watch that. It's a lost John Waters film. You should see who stars the in the film. The movie begins with a voiceover introduction about a small town that is filled with women who have gone insane. <laughs> yeah! The movie quickly switches to a hospital ward where we meet several of these women. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, John Waters doesn't really use anyone that famous. I mean, Divine is kind of... But Divine's only famous because of her uh, movies with John Waters, so. And because Divine was Divine. Barbara Crampton? Hey! One of them is played by the actress Barbara Crampton, who you know from her role in the classic movie from Beyond. I love from Beyond. Another too. character is portrayed by an actor named Richard Greener, who appeared in many weird movies, including Tales from the Crypt. Mm, sounds familiar, but I don't know who that is. Uh, uh oh. Uh, highly recommend From Beyond if you've never seen it. Look it up now. It's probably on one of the free streaming sites. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, rent it. It's, it's a very weird, gross movie. I don't know if that, if that's not your cup of tea, it's mine for sure. Uh, and they like there's like another dimension layered on top of ours and they vibrate they make this machine that vibrates it's very strange divine had a weird pop music career that's pretty fun yeah uh okay the psychotic women Uh, overtake the hospital. And make, start making demands. Now this is a movie. This is off to, out, to, out to the races here. Okay. Oh, well. First they demand to see the doctor. Okay. To receive medical treatment. Yeah. They say they need a psychiatrist. Okay. Their own personal therapist. Same they thing. ask if they can sleep with each other, oh. if they can have sex with the nurses. Oh, okay. They make fun of the doctor's credentials. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. That's on par. I'm going to redo that. I want solid list of demands. Oh, okay. 
One every single person must come with us. Okay. Two, we demand that all men get circumcised. Wow. Three, anyone who has had sex with a woman must kill themselves. Whoa, Four, whoa. all dogs should be destroyed. <laughs> now that's psychotic women. That's some psycho women. Whoa. Who? Whoa. We. Whoa. If you've been... <laughs> anyone who has sex with a woman, including women that have had sex with women... We demand to make of the doctor's credentials. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really a demand, but these are some solid demands. I mean, I don't know if they're actually enforceable or nothing. All, uh, like all dogs in the city, all dogs. We said all dogs. We've made the woolly mammoths extinct, right? We can do it again for dogs. What did the dogs do? I don't know, but these crazed women do not like dogs. Or, uh, uncircumcised men. Uh, the hospital does not negotiate. And the women begin their rampage. On the town. First stop. Where do the women go first? A psychotic woman on the loose. Oh no! 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 Oh god, no. The local pet shop. No, not the When pet the shop. women enter the store, the animals try to attack them. However, the women easily dodge the attacks and start beating up the owners. The women move on to the next place on their list. The local funeral parlor. Okay, I'm interested. Why? Uh, pet shop I got from your demands that you don't like the pets. Uh, uh, funeral parlor. Uh, yeah, I guess we just got an exit and see what happens. What? What? How do you rampage at a funeral parlor? <laughs> okay... Inside the parlor, the women strip the dead bodies of the clothes. The corpses then sit up and eat dinner together. The women then force the mortician to dig a grave for each corpse. Wow, these are some psychotic women. I'm a dog, uh-oh. Yes, uh-oh, Prince, uh-oh. Okay. After finishing this task, the women toss all of the dirt back into the hall and use it to cover up the graveyard. That's a grave. Now satisfied, the women leave the city and move on to the next location. Okay, okay. Washington, D.C. They, I forgot to mention they're on Upon reaching the nation's capital, yeah. the women cause panic and chaos everywhere they go. They invade the White House and tie up everyone inside. The president and his cabinet attempt to escape out a window on the north side of the building, only to discover that it is barred. Okay. Also, a lot of, uh, I mean, I brought it there, but I think all of these fake movies we've been generating have gone to, the president's been involved somehow. Uh, the psycho women... Have control over the capital. 
and enact the following laws. One, no money will be accepted for sexual favors. Okay. Two, no more wars will occur unless authorized by the Senate. Okay, well then... Three, all homosexuals will be required to attend sensitivity training courses. <laughs> what? What a weird demand. Um, I don't know what that's implying, but I'm going to redo that. Oh! One, no one can wear underwear. I like that. Two, any man caught having sex with a woman will be killed on sight. <laughs> Three, attacks will be placed on any animal that lives in the United States of America. <laughs> they figured out a way. Speak to the wallet. You can't kill every animal on the planet, but if it, if you tax animals, people are like, I don't want more taxes. I don't want another animal here. Uh, Any man caught having sex, so... If you do it in secret, you're totally fine. I, I guess it's just um, men having sex with women in public places is illegal, which I guess is... I mean, killing them is a little overdone, uh, overreacting, but, you know, I'm not a psycho woman in charge of the Capitol, so... Uh, no one can wear underwear sounds like one of those things, which is nice, but... When you make it a law, there's just going to be illegal underground underwear factories. There's going to be street underwear that everyone... There's going to be a black market for underwear. Because why, why would you outlaw that? It's just nice to have. And they feel good. It's like the best part of the clothing. You just want your, your dingly bits to be flying in the wind there. You're going to get like caught on fences or car doors and... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It's protection. It's protection. Maybe because they're psychotic, this is uh, all in their heads and they're actually still in the hospital. Oh, here we go again. Uh, <laughs> you, what am I trying to say? The, uh, the citizens of the country unite and overthrow the crazy women in a giant mud wrestling fight. It was all leading to this. The, the, they're like, how do we have a giant Nationwide mud wrestling fight. Psychotic women of America. In the final moments of the movie, the women return to the hospital where the narrator explains how the entire experience is probably nothing more than a dream. You put the tape into the VCR and hit play. Oh, Misha, you predicted it. You predicted you're good at writing hack movies. So good on you, Misha. You, you got it. It was probably nothing more than a dream. Probably. And you just leave it a question mark. Leave it ambiguous. Because that's that's good. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Moving on to last television show of the day. Uh, if you're just tuning in right now, we're using an AI to write better television. We just did uh, AI-generated uh, Red Letter Media. 
And first we did AI generated Oprah, but we're looking for suggestions for the last uh, show that we're going to write for the day. So if you've got an idea, Reddit, YouTube, anybody, throw it out. It could be something made up, uh, which is why I have this handy dandy list here. Uh, or it could be something that exists and we could just do a little remix of it. So leave it on a cliffhanger for the sequel. Exactly. Uh, let me get ready for the next story here. Anybody can throw anything out. So if you're thinking of something, just type it out and uh, we'll see what happens. And I can mix ideas too. So if multiple people suggest something, uh, I have tried as best as I can to weave them together. So... What's one we haven't done in a while? We haven't done a sitcom in a while. <clears throat> or a game show. I think a game show is one we haven't done in a while. Those are probably the two we have not done in a while. Also, animation update. I'm about 40% done with the uh, animation for Blaine the Mall Cop. So, some insider info, info for, for people watching today. I'm animating one of our top-rated stories that people ask for. Uh... And it will be on the YouTube, so get ready for that. That'll probably be up next week, maybe. I I should have got given a, a timeline for it, but it's going well, so I feel like it'll be up relatively soon. Uh, no, go for it, anime. No one's throwing anything out, so if you've got a second suggestion, throw it out. What's your idea? Dragon Ball Z? Okay. AI generated Dragon Ball Z. Thank you, anime. Uh, you are Goku. A super, uh, Saiyan. Living on Earth. You... Are very strong. And will do anything to defend your friends and family from danger. You look outside and see an alien craft with uh, an alien craft land you rush out to see who it is and approach with caution as it might be so, uh, uh, and a world ending uh, and you approach with caution Let's let's just leave it. This might be an episode where nobody fights. Might just be one of those filler episodes, but who knows? Let's see. Who's there? You asked loudly. 
Your voice echoes throughout the planet as your feet touch down in front of the ship. Mm -hmm. The hatch opens up and a small purple creature comes walking out. He's super strong, but isn't very bright. Yeah. The purple creature... An, uh, the purple creature tells you its name is ah okay Han then asks if he can be of any help to you he says that they've been looking for humans all over the galaxy but haven't seen many only finding one or two here and there yeah yeah Barney the Purple Dinosaur? Yeah. I think Pan is a real name. I'm gonna... Mm, that's a peaceful alien. I want angry alien. <laughs> what? Bama briefs and that she came to this planet for peace talks between her people and yours. She asks if you would come inside for coffee. You were a little hesitant at first, but eventually agree because of how nice she seems. Bama briefs. Okay. Uh, I know Balma's a character, but B Balma Briefs is is slightly new. Pan looks like a human. Okay. You tell Miss Briefs that it is nice to have a peaceful alien visit earth uh you tell you tell her about all of the foes you have fought in the past that tried to destroy earth uh, and conquer the universe. And she's going to be like, you mean the ambassadors that we sent before? You killed those guys? Oh, you're dead now. Miss Beef smiles and tells you about her people's love for humanity, their desire to create a utopian society together, and how mm. they want to make sure humans are safe while being able to live in space safely. Yes, yes. That's good on paper. But, uh... From, uh, I think history speaks to people that, uh, try to make a utopian society is, uh, usually it's not utopian at all. Uh, it's a weird sex cult or, uh, yeah, no, some weird power dynamic. Lean in for a kiss. Yeah. Uh, you confuse this for flirting <laughs> and lean in for a kiss. If this makes it go sexual, I'll undo. <laughs> oh no! She giggles and then pulls away, saying, Sorry, my boyfriend has been watching me since I got out. Ah, what alien do you say? boyfriend. Your mind flashes back to when you were still young, I maybe mean, Go 10 or 11 years old. Goku's married with children, so I don't know why he thought that was okay. I I'm gonna undo that. We already had something go super sexual. Let's try... Let's try to create a utopian universe with Goku and this Miss Briefs. Yeah, Bulma's boyfriend is Vegeta. That's a good point. But Bulma Briefs is 
I completely do an original purple character, so. <laughs> um, do you agree with Miss Briefs? And ask her what you can do to make this utopia a reality. What can I do? Her smile fades into a friend and she says, I've been here long enough now. I'm not going back until my mission's done. Whoa. You say nothing more than that it was nice to meet her before getting up to leave. <laughs> okay, she got... She turned off the, you know, the courtesy real quick. She turned off, hey, I'm nice. Hey, I'm frustrated that Utopia doesn't already exist here. And now I might just blow up the planet you, you don't already have a utopia i'm here to find all the utopias and join them together uh if earth isn't a utopia already i think i'm gonna have to blow it up you've crossed the line yeah balma briefs said says she is not here to create a utopia but to unite existing utopias into a galactic peace organization galactic utopia organization guo Alma Briefs. Takes a, a fighting stance. And tells you that she has to destroy Earth. To protect it. Uh, to protect... Her utopian society. Sorry, Goku. I've got to blow it up for the sake of peace. Sound familiar? Hmm? She explains that there are two races of aliens, the Utopians and the Genestalkers. The Genestalkers created the Earth and its inhabitants. They then took control over most other planets around the universe to be used by them as breeding grounds and factories. Whoa! Earth is just one giant cow factory for humans it's a a, a fuckscape for the genus stalkers okay uh you throw a quick blurry of punches but Bulma Briefs easily dodges them you cannot estimate underestimate her as she appears to have an incredibly 
high power level. Stop stalking my jeans, man. Yeah. Oh, oh. After knocking you flat onto the ground, she pins you down and starts strangling you with her tail. Oh, well, she's got a tail. You struggle apparently. against her to get away, but she is too strong for you. She looks into your eyes and asks why well, you won't just die like everyone else. Uh. You escape the hold and scream. I fight for my friends. And then we just go Super Saiyan. No, no, no. Uh. Your mind is reeling as you sit dumbfounded on your bed. No, 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 no. I don't know where that's going. Uh. And go Super Saiyan. Let's just do it. Yeah, start off the episode going Super Saiyan. Okay. You not Bomber briefs away, then run toward the ship. It opens up for you so you can step inside quickly. Yes. Bomber briefs tries to follow you inside, but her foot catches on some debris and she falls backwards off the edge of the cliff. Oh, whoops. Uh, this is going to be very hard to explain to anybody. So you killed the Utopian ambassador to Earth? Uh, yeah, yeah, and she fell- I mean, I didn't kill her, she fell off a cliff. Uh, she tripped over some rocks. You're telling us? It's very coincidental, you know, this utopian ambassador's been to thousands of other planets and not died falling off a cliff. So, it's very strange that you, when she meets you, Goku, that she falls off a cliff. Uh, I mean, she is a utopian peace ambassador, so I don't really get, I don't really believe you when you say that, okay? I'm just going to be coming out. I think you killed her, Goku. Goku kind of get arrested for murder. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, utopian police uh, investigators arrive at Earth. And don't believe your story about Balma Briefs. Just falling off a cliff. They arrest you. And seize control of Earth. Well, it's better than blowing it up, I guess. So. Sort of a victory? You end up spending three months in prison before finally managing to bribe your way out. Mm. Your friend Trunks is still in custody, however, as he did not manage to get away from his cell fast enough. Ah, uh, okay. We tried to do a great escape with Trunks. Goku's got a body cam, so he has evidence, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in prison, you got a tattoo of what would Goku get a tattoo of? We're about to find out. What does the AI think? Oh, hell yeah. Of course. The Dragon Ball is to represent freedom and hope for the future. Yeah. At last, you were released and could return to Earth. You find Bomber Bree's body crushed under rocks below the cliff she fell from. Ooh. 
You gather the Dragon Balls uh, to bring Bulma Briefs back to life and clear your name. It's like the fugitive mixed with DBZ. This is incredible. No. Whoa, he works for the Yakuza? No, no, we're not going there. Okay, here we go. Yeah. When you open the portal to the next world, a group of Jenna stalkers appear. These creatures are large, purple, and have six tentacles on each side. One of the Janus Dockers grabs you and tells you to stay calm. <laughs> well, I can't when you're grabbing me with uh, against the throat. Goku did accidentally get his grandfather killed, so that makes sense. What the hell? This is like the RoboCop ED209 or whatever. It's like, stay calm, drop your weapon. He puts his weapon. hands on your shoulders and teleports you to his homeworld. There, you see that the Genesis Stalkers have taken control of the entire planet. Ah. Their population lies underground in tunnels in the dark. Hmm. Mole people. You realize the Genesis Stalkers have taken your Dragon Balls and make a wish for dot dot dot. Well, what did the Jenna Stalkers weigh? <gasps> oh, that's, that's a pretty good wish. Unlimited energy. That's a good They also put force wish. field around the planet to keep it from being destroyed or conquered. You're you stuck go. in this place, and no matter how much you try to get out, it seems like the only way you will ever be free is to steal the Dragon Balls uh -huh. again. Aha! Okay, yes. They've become super strong as a society. You are constantly watched by the Genestalkers, but you still manage to get to steal all of the Dragon Balls away. Uh... Just as you are about to make your wish, Balma Briefs catches you and challenges you to a uh, battle. One last fight, Goku. Okay. Bono Briefs throws a punch at you, but misses due to your speed. You use the momentum from the punch to spin around and kick her hard in the face. She flies through the air and lands in front of one of the giant stone pillars on the floor of the room. Uh, she falls down dead. And you realize that this was all recorded and broadcast live to the entire galaxy everyone just witnessed 
you killing Balma Breeze. Not a good image. Killing a person live on television. Even if you're defending yourself. A few years later, the United Planets Alliance sends a fleet to investigate the destruction of the Genestalker planet. The Empire ships discovered that the Genestalkers had indeed destroyed themselves and their planet. Weirdly sci-fi, this AI-generated Dragon Ball Z. But I guess, I guess that's not really true because, yeah, it always like had a weird view of technology or whatever, so... I mean, power levels and all that, so. I guess you'll have to wish Balma back to life again. I don't think you could do it twice. You, you get one, and that's it. Well, that's... I think that's a, a good cliffhanger to end it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't... The end of the Balma Breeze arc is here, so... You know, whether it's for the better or for the worse, uh, she's dead, so... Start a new arc. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, if you're just watching now, we do this all the time. Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We do this over at Twitch. We use user-generated prompts to tell AI-generated stories. Uh, Sundays, which is now, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern, we do AI-generated TV. So a little bit different, but we focus mainly on... Uh, generating like little TV shows instead of little adventure stories. It's slightly different, but kind of the same. So if you like this, you like the stuff we normally do. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Uh, tell your friends. Join the Discord. Submit your prompts. Share your AI-generated stories. And uh, yeah, see you tomorrow for more AI-generated adventures over at Twitch, twitch.tv slash AIPD. Bye, ho, wee, wee, everybody. Till next time. Thank you.